0: Hey, Stars fans, it's Jeff K, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hello, guys, and welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. My name is Ryan Chambers, and this is the official Dallas Stars podcast of THPN. Go and use that promo code THPN the next time you go and use their services. And also Raycon. We thank them for being the sponsor of us as well, the Dallas Stars very narrowly get the victory in the third period today. They defeat the Winnipeg Jets, Kyle Connor and, he- and Connor Hellebuck, excuse me, with a final score of three to two today. Today, it is literally just me. Um, I have been gone for a very long time. Uh, this past week, uh, my where I work, my band, we went to a state competition and got 10th place out of... I think there was about twenty-three bands there this week, so that was really exciting. And uh, I've also been just fighting a little bit of a of a cold, going back probably a couple of weeks now. So if I sound a little weird, uh, that's why. That's why it's, it it sounds. I I kind of sound that way, but I do appreciate you guys being with me here on a uh, five o'clock afternoon. Uh, Agr so. We're just going to get straight into this uh, today, and there's a a couple of initial thoughts that I've got here, but the first things first is the Dallas Stars today, they, I don't really know if they started slow is the wrong thing, but the biggest thing for me is they didn't get outscored in the first period. That's been the thing that the Stars have been dealing with a lot this season for some reason. Uh, They've been... I think their goal differential in the first period is a minus seven, which makes them the third or fourth worst team in the NHL when it comes to goal differential. So, and then in complete contrast, uh, the Dallas stars are absolutely amazing in the second period, considering they have, I I think now they're up to a 19 and seven goal differential uh, when it comes to the second period. So just it's a tale of two teams when it comes to both of these, uh, both of these periods for the Dallas stars. And then just to kind of wrap up the third period, the third period kind of was, it looked like the stars were in control and there was just one random shot that happened to get behind Wedgwood and he was screened and Dylan made him pay for it. And then after that, the jets had a little bit of life after that a little bit of pushback and they pretty much controlled from that goal until the end of the third period, but the Dallas Stars do take care of business and they do end up winning the game, uh, three to two tonight. So, just a couple of uh, thoughts. I'm I'm literally going to be jumping around, and if y'all have anything you want me to talk about, let me know in the comment section down below, and uh, we will get to that. So, I'm actually already seeing some really good things over here. So, uh, Ardell mentioning Wedwood was excellent in period one. He was also really good in period three. He wasn't really needed to be very good in period two, but he put in an absolute excellent uh, performance for the Dallas Stars tonight. And considering that they're going to be uh, playing literally 24 hours from now in uh, Minnesota, it's excellent that he's able to, uh, to do that for them. And he, he was one of my biggest stars uh, for today and none other than that two-on-one there at the end of the in the third period where it, it looked like that was going to be a for-sure girl and uh, he was able to take care of business and uh, keep the stars up and ahead. So, okay. Um, uh, another guy I kind of want to talk about is uh, Wyatt Johnston. Wyatt Johnston is very quickly becoming one of the guys that is l- kind of being looked at as an underrated player in this league right now. Uh, he is going to be a superstar, and you know he doesn't understand the word sophomore slump. He is completely 100% dominant on his line. He's making people around him look good. Uh, and and I I would love to see him actually a little bit with a uh, a little more, but I, I know that's only going to happen if uh if, if we really start seeing some of these top three line combos really. Uh, being successful offensively, but it, it's been fine the way it's been. So leave it the way it is, and uh, just Johnson looks like an an elite goal scorer in this league. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets thirty in this year, and if he gets up to eighty points, which is actually more than I think I predicted when we did our season preview. I think I said I would be excited for him to hit like sixty or seventy. I mean, the way he's playing right now, it, it, there's there's nothing called a sophomore slump for Wyatt Johnston. So kind of moving on from that, I kind of want, want to talk about the other side of the uh, the goaltending battle tonight in uh, Connor Hellebuck. So there is a lot of talk this offseason with both him and with Connor, Sh- uh, Connor Shifley, excuse me, Mark Shifley, and whether they would be staying with the Winnipeg Jets past this season. And just before the regular season started, both of those guys end up signing long-term, seven-year deals to stay with the club. And this has been one of the few times this year, or uh, this during his career, I guess I should say, that Connor Hellebuck has not looked all that great. He was really struggling today, and in particular, he was really struggling with just finding the puck and then making the puck stick to him. His rebound control was not very good today. And it led to a uh, a couple of goals for the stars that otherwise he normally would have. So that's uh, another thing that I noticed. Um, uh, this is something that's been kind of getting onto my onto my nerves a little bit, and there it's been kind of been talked about in social media a little bit. Is uh, the play of Jason Robertson? So Jason Robertson right now, yes, he's not really scoring goals. I don't even know his his points to be honest with you, but. He has scored points in eight of his last eleven games, and I know again most of those are assists. But that's something that he's been doing really well. And again, it's something that we saw last season when he's not being productive and scoring goals, he's been okay. He, he's been able to produce offensively, and mostly when it comes with assists. And he would, even though he would go kind of long stretches without scoring, without scoring any goals. He'd have assists to still make sure that he's being a contributing factor to the Stars' offense, and he's continued to do that. So that's something that I've uh, noticed online is just there's been a lot of robo slander, and I'm like, dude, chill. Like the team's doing really good. They're nine three and one at this point, and Robertson is most definitely a part of that. So, um, I really want to get into shorthanded. Yes, okay. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm also still dealing with the Colts, so if I cough, I apologize. Um, Ardell over here saying, Dallas is Jane- Dallas is dangerous shorthanded almost every single game. Yes, and again, it showed with Wyatt Johnston's uh, shorthanded goal tonight. Great play by him up at the blue line. He's able to steal it from the Winnipeg defender, and he looks one time at Jamie Benn, and he goes short side on Connor Hellebuck. So he's been really, really, really good. And I've loved uh, the shorthanded play by the Dallas stars. So that's on the offensive side of shorthanded, but the stars have continued to be one of the better teams when it comes to uh, just, you know, penalty kill in general. I think they're one of five or four or five teams that are still above 90% when it comes to a uh, penalty kill percentage. So even though we've had a lot of turnover when it comes to those particular players, when we, when, uh, Kind of, you know, DeLandria doesn't really play as much as he used to. He's been scratched a couple of times this year. Um, KV Ronta left and he's playing with the Colorado Eagles in the AHL. Uh, uh Luke Lindenning, I forget where he went. I think he went with Tampa Bay. Even though we've had a lot of guys kind of disappear and have left this team to go to other places, the Stars PK has still been excellent. And I think that has a lot to do with uh, Elaine Nazardine, the, assistant coach for the Dallas stars who is in charge of the PK work. So really great job by him. And uh, I mean, we're seeing all sorts of players get on the penalty kill, including Wyatt Johnston, which at the, if you remember at the beginning of last season, they sheltered him. They did not let really let him play much uh, penalty kill and towards uh, until towards the end of the season. And then uh, now it looks like he's playing a regular shift on the penalty kill. So really, really cool. Let's see. Love to see it. And I hope the penalty kill continues to be as elite as it's been. So. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. The NFL season is going strong and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there either. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Just one example here is Thursday Night Football on the 12th. The Broncos are at the Chiefs, and the Chiefs right now, their money line is at minus 520, and the Broncos are at a plus 390. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. It may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now? Before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total, complete nightmare. Especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on now. You've heard me talk about Raycon products before a couple of months ago, but Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their Everyday Earbuds, known for delivering high-quality and thoughtful features, like a 32-hour battery life. That's crazy. In a perfect in-ear fit for all-day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year, they've expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. Their five-star-reviewed Magic 1-800 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro-USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with 100-watt power delivery. Raycon is known for delivering high-quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. It's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site, with select products up to 50% off. So, beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com to get 20-50% to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Uh, Another player I really kind of want to talk about in particular is, uh, is Matt Duchesne. I would not be surprised if Matt Duchesne is being talked about as the star's best forward right now because when you look at not just his not just his offensive ability which yes he does have 9 points in uh 8 games here but just it's it's also just the way that he plays with the puck is so much fun I, I forgot where I wrote it down it was somewhere in the second period uh yeah I was literally after the Johnston goal I wrote I wrote down that Ju- Duchene is just so much fun to watch and he just keeps the puck in at the blue line again with some skill plays and he it, he also made a couple of plays today where there. Were, I particularly remember, I believe it was in the first period, there were three Dallas Stars up against the left-hand side of the board, the left-wing side. And it, it kind of looked like the best play to do would, would be just to kind of just dump it in and continue on with the play, go get a change, and continue the cycle going. But he made a really elite play and a, a great pass to one of, his, uh, one of his partners, which I believe it was Matt uh, Mason Marchman at that point. So... Seriously, the guy can't get any much better, and the one game that he was out for it was noticeable. So, right now Duchesne is 100% the Dallas Stars' best forward, uh, especially with the top line not producing like they kind of like we want them to. But it's okay because we've been able to rely upon guys like Johnston and guys like Duch- Duchesne to kind of step up and be able to take that take that mantle away from those guys when they're not quote unquote Duke. Do- on their best when they're not scoring three points a game. So Duchesne with a a goal today, and I think he, I believe he had an assist as well. I need to double check that, but uh, no, he just has the goal tonight, but still he had the three point game uh, on Thursday. And then today he's got the goal. Uh, So four points in two games for Matt Duchesne, and he's been excellent to start the season. And did we mention that he's only making $3 million? That's the best part of all of this. Just absolutely ridiculous what we're getting from Matt Duchesne. Um, on the opposite side, uh, defensively, he's been able to 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 be effective defensively as well for the Dallas Stars. There was a particular, uh, uh, I think it was a three-on-two or a five-on-two uh, where Duchesne came back and he he completely stopped the play and he was able to, to stop the rush chance. So, again, just Matt Duchesne doing Matt Duchesne things and he's been excellent. So uh, another player I kind of want to talk about when it comes to just individual play is uh, tonight was uh, Mira Hayskinen. He looked a little off. He didn't look bad. He just looked a little off tonight. And I'm not sure what the deal was tonight. He does. he, He still does play almost 28 minutes tonight, but he does have a minus two. And, uh, there were a couple of plays tonight where he did get caught down in the offensive zone, trying to make plays. And, uh, there were rush chances going the opposite way, uh, for the Winnipeg Jets. Now on the flip side of that, the, the whole team in general, the one thing, if I had to find something negative about this game, which there wasn't a lot of negative things to talk about with this game is just the amount of rush chances that the Dallas stars kind of led up tonight. Uh, it was a little ridiculous, um, I, I don't know if it was just because the defense was kind of, I guess kind of pinching at the blue line a little bit more, or if they were getting down into the zone a little bit more, are they taking more chances? And that's what uh, Pete DeBoer wants. I'm not sure, but the the amount of rush chances I wish kind of could have been a little bit less tonight because uh, the Dallas Stars did not have very many tonight, to be honest with you. Um, Especially in the first and the third period, it was really, really rough. Um, at one point in the third period, there was a five-on-two, basically. I mean, it was more of like a four-on-two, but it was close to a five-on-two because uh, Harley, or I, I think it was Miro, got stuck down in the offensive zone, and two of our players kind of got, kind of collided together, and it allowed Winnipeg to take advantage of that. Um, Winnipeg also had a 3 on a uh, three-on-two in the third period. There was a a really, really big uh, shorthanded chance for the Winnipeg Jets, two-on-one, during a Dallas Stars power play, which Wed- Wedgwood denied. And so th- that's just something that I would like to see kind of cleaned up moving forward, is I would really like to see the Dallas Stars limiting the amount of rush chances going off. Now, going through uh, the second I want to go back to the second period here real quick because one of the thing the Stars did really well is they actually did not trail at all in this game period. So they they got the first goal and they never trailed after after that first goal. They they did it did get interesting at points. It's okay because uh, Perfetti scored on a rebound, and then uh, we talked already talked about the Brendan and Dylan uh, shot from the point. But I mean they 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 there was never a point in the game that i thought oh i'm really scared that the stars are going to lose the game they they were they were playing pretty solid defensive hockey as a team and uh that's that's something that uh, has sometimes been an issue for the Dallas stars uh, this season is just being a little bit more consistent when it comes to the defensive side of the game so um I'm not thinking of anything else. Um, I'm going to do my biggest winner and biggest loser here. And then y'all let me know if there's anything else that you can think of and uh, that I have not talked about. And uh, we will get to that as we go. But um, my biggest loser tonight, I got to give it to Connor Hellebuck because he did not look on at all tonight. Uh, he ends he's it's his first season that he started where he's below 907. That's something that was mentioned during the uh, broadcast for the by a razor and uh his save percentage does not get much better tonight he has an 897 he had uh 29 shots against so he only made 26 saves and uh he's just not been fantastic this year for the winnipeg jets uh, despite getting that seven-year contract um for me i gotta for my biggest winner tonight guys uh, i gotta give it to wyatt johnston um the guy's been excellent and he has shown that he's going to continue his offense, uh, his offensive acumen. Um, again, he's probably going to get to 30 goals. Um, and when the Stars are having issues kind of getting some offense going, for some reason he's been there. Uh, Wyatt Johnson has been there for the Dallas Stars. So uh, I'm going to give my biggest winner to. Wyatt Johnston tonight. Although, Ryan, I, I will give you that. Um, although Wedgie gets the honorable mention, yes, he he played an excellent game. And, you know, one more thing that the Stars did do well. The, the Stars did do a very good job tonight in limiting the amount of shots that the Jets got against Wedgwood. Because typically Wedgwood has been fe- facing a lot of shots, and that's just something he, he's been as he's been a Dallas Stars goaltender. I think it was like 37.3. That's his average for this year, which is more than any other goaltender in the league. He's facing more rubber than any other goalie in the league when he starts. So uh, that does not happen tonight. Uh, I forget the amount of shots the Winnipeg Jets had tonight, but... Okay, so he still makes 31 saves, but that's still much less than what he had to do against uh, Edmondson that other night where he saved like 50. It was ridiculous, or 49 or whatever. So good on the Dallas Stars. Good on the Dallas Stars. Um, and then uh, one other thing that I, I kind of want to talk about that really sucks for uh, for one particular player, and it's just because the, the Stars are so loaded up uh, forward-wise. And I, I saw this from, uh I believe it was Dave Castillo. It really sucks for Ty DeLandre right now. Uh, He's just the 13th forward just because there's so many good forwards on the Dallas Stars right now. And that line of Steele, Foxa, and Smith looks really good, and they played really well tonight. And it's nothing against Ty DeLandre whatsoever. It really isn't. He has not played bad uh, this season. In fact, he's he's actually uh, played quite well when he's gotten into the lineup, especially when it comes to the penalty kill and when it comes to the defensive side of the game. But uh, it it just really sucks for him that he's not able to kind of get into uh, the game, just despite the fact because there's 12 other guys that Pete DeBoer feels like are playing better than him. So um, I believe that is it. That's all I can think of. So, um, I apologize for missing so much. Um, hopefully, moving forward, I will not be missing more episodes. But, uh, once again, uh, the Dallas Stars do get the win here tonight by a final score of three to two over the Winnipeg Jets. This is the first game of four straight against the Central Division, and the Dallas Stars will be heading home now, and uh, they will be taking, or excuse me, they will uh, face Winnipeg. Oh my goodness. Minnesota first. Can you tell I'm sick and not feeling good? And then they will head home after facing Minnesota in uh, St. Paul. So we'll look forward to that here coming up next week. And I will be with you uh, very shortly coming up here soon. Thanks again to Raycon and DraftKings for being our sponsor. Go and use that promo code THP in the next time you are using their services. And once again, my name is Ryan. This has been remarks. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. And we hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening. And since Chris is not here, I'll do it for him. We'll see you guys later in GG Boys.